What's up, everybody? Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. I wanted to just throw this in in the beginning. Please subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. That really helps our numbers. Check out the merch store at brennantcomedy.com slash merch store to get your ex-drinking buddy merch. And if you really want to, subscribe on Patreon, patreon.com slash brennantassif. That really helps me out. Thank you so much. Enjoy the episode. Grab me a beer and grab him a coat. We about to sit for an hour bullshit and tell jokes. And please don't mix it up, cause he didn't sober up. Brandon T. Comedy on your social media feeds. And Brandon Tess, here, bitch, your ex drinking buddy. Brandon Tess, here, bitch, your ex drinking buddy. Brandon Tess, here, bitch, your ex drinking buddy. What's up, everybody? Welcome into another edition of Brennan Tassif is your ex drinking buddy. I am your host, Brennan Tassif. If you're new to the program, quick rundown of the show. I used to be everyone's favorite drinking buddy. It was my favorite thing to do. Hang out with friends, get drunk, do drugs, get in all sorts of trouble, and then reminisce about those crazy stories. I am sober now, but that is still one of my favorite things to do. Hang out with someone and reminisce about the crazy old days. Most weeks I'll be joined by a guest. This week is no exception. All the way from New York City via Michigan <laughs> via Syria, Osama Basal. Yeah. yeah, hello. How are what an intro. That What's is up, man? phenomenal. How are you doing? Thank you. Um, I'm doing good. How about you? I'm fantastic, man. Before we get too far into everything, uh-huh. plug uh, all your stuff up front. Websites, Instagrams. Very basic. It's my first and last name, Osama Basal. On Instagram is Osama the Comedian. Yeah, um, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's a pretty good handle. And uh, that's and then we have I have a stand-up comedy show, the first one that I'm curating in New York um, on my own called Asylum Seekers. Oh, yeah. When are yeah. you doing that? Uh, that is going to be on June 29th at Vaughn Bar in the Lower East Side at 7 p.m. It's a show that brings immigrant comics together, and it's going to be a phenomenal show. A lot of um, really great comics from, like, Netflix and, and Comedy that's Central. That's awesome, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Asylum Seekers. We'll check it Asylum out. Asylum Seekers. Tickets are only $5. They're going to go on sale uh, midnight on Saturday, this Saturday. Okay. And this will come so, out uh, for Patreon tomorrow, then it'll go live on Monday. So I'll make sure to plug everything yeah. out there. And you can follow the Asylum Seekers page on Eventbrite. That way I should help a lot because okay. then we can boost the, you know. Yeah, Beautiful. yeah. Perfect. But, uh, yeah. So. Well, that's awesome, man. Well, yeah. I appreciate you coming on the show. I've been wanting to get you on. We've been actually talking about this for like six months. We bumped into each other so many times in the city. Yeah. And then I'm always like, what are you coming on? You're like, whenever you want to have me. I'm off uh-huh. on Thursdays. Uh-huh. And I was like, all right. It was Wednesdays. Off on Wednesdays. And then I was like, oh, Wednesdays <laughs> are tough because that's when I do all my mics and stuff. But now we got you here. Uh, so your background is a little interesting. Uh, we've had guests on before who are... Uh, Mexican. <laughs> 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 well, Carlos is from Venezuela, but uh, yeah, who uh, just moved to a who have uh, moved to America from a different country. Uh-huh. Um, but you come from across the Atlantic, not from yeah. down south. So. No, no, I come from the good old Middle East. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the people like you know, very Americans are familiar and not familiar with that. Yeah, I come. Yeah, so I, you I moved, am, tell everybody. So you moved here um, when you were eighteen. Yeah, 18, 19, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, I'm from Syria, but I lived in the Arab Emirates uh, growing up, actually. I lived okay. in the UAE uh, with my mom and then my stepdad later on. Um, and so I went to Michigan State University in Dubai. They opened a branch. I didn't live in Dubai. People think, oh, Dubai. I'm like, no, you yeah. can just do things around there. <laughs> you can just go. It's yeah. like when people it's don't like live Jersey in the city. It's like Jersey and yeah, New York. Yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. Exactly, It's like, exactly. you know, oh, it looks so nice. I'm like, yeah, it is. But like, it's expensive. It's empty. And this is back in 08, 09. So it wasn't, you know, you can still hang out in Dubai. Yeah. I don't know how it is now. But, you know, so I went to school that one year and there was a recession. And so then they shut down overnight. So just to make it clear to everybody, yeah. Michigan State, the Spartans, the Spartans opened up a branch yeah. of Michigan State University it was, in Dubai. It was a thing in those five years where people wanted to bring uh, American or British or whatever kind of education, Australian yeah. education, to the Middle East so you can study there. The degree was supposed to be allegedly the same degree. It doesn't say Dubai. It just says Michigan State. Okay. So you get the same degree in the comfort of your home. Okay. I never really cared about coming to america oh really i still don't give a shit really i'm gonna be honest with you i'm not impressed at all 13 years i'm like this is well you have a that hilarious <laughs> bit where you're like i can't go back now i've got you know look at my drip i got too yeah much i got too much swag look at this this is not <laughs> too cool uh but they you know uh so you why did you decide to go to michigan state there i'm sure there's lots of I, universities I and go, everything my, like my how step, did that even happen my stepdad he is a, my stepdad went to the american university in cairo back in the 50s or six, 70s he's a big fan <laughs> of a big gap 
He's 74. Okay. I don't know. So, I mean, dude, yeah, he's so born he went in, in the 60s. He's born in, in the yeah, 60s, 60s yeah. 70s. He was in school. So he went to Cairo. He went to the AUC, American University in Cairo. Okay. He, uh, so he loves the American education system. He yeah. thinks it's the best in terms of like how we it just, it's it's over over time work. Like they, you know, not just the final exam, but it's your calculated work. And yeah, over, yeah. Over unlike the British system that I studied. Yeah. Or the Indian system that I also studied. Uh, uh, well-studied man here. I failed all of them. It was <laughs> I was in the system. I really I sucked ass. I have I have seven U's, uh, which is a grade so low. U is ungraded. That's how low that. I have seven U's and like two D's and like one C. Okay. In my my high school, technically I didn't, I didn't even graduate high school. I just finished. <laughs> I just let, I'm, I'm out of here. But Michigan State Dubai was like it was. So your stepdad was like, "You're gonna go to a, an American university." He was like Michigan State. He was like, Mich- "I remember." He was like, "Michigan State is open." And I was like, "What the fuck is that?" He's like, "It's one of the best in America, man. It's so great." And they only had five majors uh, in Dubai offering five majors, and uh, one of them was construction management, which I did, and computer science and mechanical engineering and communication and uh, I think something else I forgot, but an IT I think. Uh, and so he was like, and then he actually applied for me. He put my papers in, and they were so eager to get people in that, that they, they just took you. Anybody. In fact, I had you people. You had five U's, and they were like, come on in. Come seven. on in. Seven U's. Yeah, and they, and they were, were like, like and, and I remember because I met them before I finished my high school. I just met them prior. Yeah. And they were like, well, can you guarantee us something? And I was like, ah, oh, man. I remember that she was like, can you, pa- I mean, we need math, and you're doing IT, you said? I said, it's called A-levels, advanced level in, in, yeah. in, 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 in the you know the British system. So they were like, uh, I was like, I'll try. So then I, I remember emailing her. I'm like, I'm failing math, but <laughs> IT, I got intel about what the paper might be in the finals. So she's like, <laughs> and she was like, all right, just, just, just cut. So eventually, long story short, we made it in, we got it in, and then uh, the recession was happening. So after a year of being there, they actually, a, day, a random day in July, I got a call from this paper that was following the story of a couple of students of who are doing the American experience in the Middle East. Yeah. And this was hot, like a uh, Syrian reporter. She was like 26 at the time, and I was like 18, 17. And she was like, hello, Osama. I'm like, finally, she's coming around. She's about to suck my dick. <laughs> I was like, yeah. She's like, any comments on like the Michigan State closing down? And I was like, excuse me? Who? Oh, you had no idea. I was I was sleeping. I was, I just came from a hookah lounge like at 5 a.m., and I'm sleeping. She called me at 7 a.m., and I was like, what are you talking about? She was like, it's closed. I'm like, any comments? I'm like, honestly, this is the most sincere no comment you're ever going to hear. I have no comment. Let me call you back. So I learned that they closed down. It was a mess there. Yeah. I need the number for one of the people that worked there. I'm like, what should I say? He said, I would suggest you drive right now to Dubai, which is like an hour and 15 minutes away, and get your papers. Because what they did was they told the embassy that we're going to allow all these people to transfer to Michigan State Dubai. If they get the visas, you pay the same amount of... Um, transfer to Michigan State. Yeah. Michigan. Yeah. Okay. And you get the same tuition, which is way lower than we were paying. Way like we we're paying, let's say, uh, it would say like about seven k. Okay. A semester. Okay. So it was, I was living at home. So yeah. I had no, but but you know, no. So overhead. they were like same tuition, same everything, but it, you're gonna. But go. they just don't sue us. Yeah. Because we cl- they close like this. They closed at the end, uh, almost end of July. Yeah. School is starting in September. Yeah. So, you know, I'm just middle so of just my summer. So just the middle of the summer and then yeah, all of a sudden and I was like, like yeah. you know, and I didn't give a shit really, but I was like, all right. So my dad was like, you are. Going to America. You are an idiot. Oh, really? Like, he's like, no, he's like, you never even passed high school. You're going to go to America, one of the biggest universities. You got to go. Oh, that's actually genius. He was like, you got to go. Because you're not going to get in anywhere else. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He was like, you're going to, this is is the top school. This is God sent, you know, you got to go. And I was actually on probation because I got like 1.1 the first semester and like 2.1 the second semester. Like you got one more semester and it's going to be in America if I, you know. Long story short, I had to come here and uh, they. So then you um, come here, you get the visa and everything in order, and then you yeah. end up in Michigan. I went to Michigan State, yeah. And actually, the GPA thing, because it was that first semester was very stressful, because if I don't make it, I learned that if the overall of two, two semesters. Yeah, four two semesters. Semester. Oh, okay. Oh, if the overall is not over. Like, so if it's eight, so four point, right? If the total is eight, if, if you don't hit the half point, yeah. you're out. Yeah. That was. So I got like three point three or 3.4 that first semester oh wow so you were really i made it i was like oh fuck yeah all right and i never relaxed after that but you know uh but it was i'm like okay i'm staying in america like the so first, were you yeah. excited to come to america because you said you yeah, really yeah, didn't yeah. care no, so. i didn't care but i was excited yeah i wanted to go to the uk because i'm a soccer player i wanted to go yeah. play in the uk and live in the uk and try to like make it in the premier league of whatever jesus christ that's super hard 
I'm really good. Are you? I'm very good. I've never played you in soccer. I'm very, very good. At the time, I was. I'm really good now. Yeah. But when I was 17, 16, I was a phenomenon in my, my little area. Oh, really? That's really, awesome. I was really good. I used to play against um, with the, like the professional teams, and they're racist there. Like they're really racist, yeah. actually. Where they don't let the if you're not an Emirati, a local a UAE from the UAE, you don't get to audition for the local teams. Yeah. And if you do get auditions, then people with like connections, their dads will put a word in, and then. You're so out, people yeah. always we used to play the the main like the main team the youth team would come to the park and play with us that's how good we were damn and they were like and they come with their nice gears and we put like two fucking bags we're like all right let's and it's a high level game seven v seven eight v eight uh, um, and it just, I didn't realize that you were this good at soccer very good it, it that's was, awesome it, it broke my heart when I was twenty years old and I was in America and I realized it's not gonna happen it really broke my heart did yeah. you um let's talk about that because just as someone who played sports and then obviously with football not being able to play anymore because all the concussions and stuff yeah. I understand that feeling of like well what do you mean we're not what do you mean I'm not doing this? What do you mean this isn't happening? So like yeah. for you, when you got here, because you came over at you know, 18, 19, so were you trying to make an MLS team or were you even thinking no, about soccer? Like I, what happened? I tried to do, to, I tried to do MSU. Uh, the, the walk yeah, the on. soccer team. Yeah, yeah. I tried what happened? to, but what happened was I had ankle injuries starting at 15. Okay. And I ruptured my ankle like four times between 15 and like 18. It, it, just, it was very, like people kept telling me I was a solid player. I, I was really strong. And so I would go to the challenges and I would get take hits and never fall down. Yeah. Never fall down. And I wish I fell down more because I would have avoided so. Yeah, because that's the one thing they say, like especially trees in the wind. The reason they bend is so they don't break. But because yeah. you never bent, you broke. I, I broke from the, yeah. And so ankles don't heal. And, you know, when you're a kid, you get injured. The pain goes away quick, but the injury doesn't really heal. So yeah. you go back and play. And so I remember when I got into Michigan State, Dubai even, we played games there. I was good, but I wasn't the same. I was just, I'm like, man, I used to dribble like the whole, I can dribble the whole team. Yeah. I can go right through the team and score a goal. And I was, a, I was now I'm like a really good at passing because yeah. I can't dribble as much as I used to. But at the time I was really good, but I would at passing, but I can dribble so much. So I would just take on. So the what ball. happened when you walked on to Michigan State? I tried to do the the thing, but I decided not to because I realized my level is not going to be good. Your ankle just ego. wasn't agreeing. So with I was you? like, let me play on some leagues. And I play. I I won two intramural leagues in Michigan State, and I won. Just uh, dominate because intramurals is a big drop off from the actual team. Yeah. So you're just dominating people. I didn't the... dominate really. Oh, okay. I was influential. You're out there like fucking David Beckham, like just, or well, Cristiano yeah, but Ronaldo. I wasn't. My, I, I never really recovered. The, yeah. It was a mental thing. It was it was hard, and I had to accept like me. I changed my position too. And soccer i don't play like i was a winger i play as a central midfield yeah defensive midfield things that don't need speed or don't need whatever so it took me years and years and then the, i think the last year of michigan state i bumped into the michigan state coach soccer team coach uh when i was working at brody hall one of the halls uh, as a custodial student and he, and he was like i was like you're looking for players in the elevator and he goes like actually i'm looking for a right back I'm not right back, but I don't give a shit. I was like, I, I'm really good. Yeah, it's the same thing you did with the trying to get into school. You were yeah. just live. And you're like, yeah, I, I can But do I'm it. really good. I used yeah. to play defense. So I knew yeah. how I'm But you I could, could do it, yeah. Yeah. And he goes like, yeah, all right, well, I'll give you a... I'm like, if you're not... And he's like, he's like if you're not wasting my fucking time, I'll give you a, a trial. I'm like, I'm not wasting your fucking time, coach. Put me in. Just let me know. So he took emails, and I emailed them. But he gave me like an impossible test. He's like, how about you go do trials in this team in Detroit and then come? I'm like, bro, just put me on the team. Yeah. Let me come or to just a training let me session. Try. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I mean, like, put me on the team. as let me train with you. Yeah. You don't like me? Tell me, fuck off. But yeah. it's not gonna happen. You gonna like me a lot. And so, uh, you know, whatever. Now Damn. I'm, I'm actually trying to coach, and I'm trying. I'm, trying, I'm working on my getting my coaching license. Um, uh, and I've coached before. That's awesome, man. I, I, I had no idea. See, this I'm, is why I love doing this show. You learn so much about people. <laughs> no, it's like if I have, when I have, hopefully when I have kids in the future, people tell me, oh, you want them to be a comic? I'm like, no. <laughs> they can be if they want to, but yeah. I, I think my kid, if he gets my genes, he would be a really good soccer player. He Hell or she. Yeah. He, did you, um? so how did you just mention comedy? How did you even find stand-up? Was that something I was you were a fan. Okay. You were I a watch, fan? I was, as a kid, I watched Russell Peters. Okay. Uh, and I, I I take a leaf of his book when it comes to crowd work because I fuck with ethnicities a lot. Yeah. And races and, so I was always a fan, fan. I've always been a funny guy. Just generally the funny guy in the group. Yeah. In fact, when I came to America, I was socially bombing because I didn't know the cues of like, you know, in the Middle East, it was so hilarious. I remember even when I said, I'm going, my friends were posting my Facebook wall. Remember the Facebook wall yeah, stuff? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, they, they they don't deserve your jokes, Osama. Wow. And I messaged them like few, a month later. I'm like, they, nobody's laughing over here. <laughs> they keep saying shit is hilarious, but nobody is opening their mouths and ha 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 out loud. 
I remember it was a weird thing. People were like, this was fucking hilarious, buddy. It was all my assault. Funny. I'm like, just laugh. You don't have to tell I me. I can't stop. When I, just as a comic now, being as long as we've been in it, it's like so <laughs> funny because I will... Uh, I'll run bits by other comics and you don't expect them to laugh, but it's the same thing where they go, yeah, that's hilarious. Oh yeah. yeah that's, but they'll say it like, still like, yeah, that's, that'll work. That's hilarious. And I'm yeah. like, really? Cause it doesn't seem like it's hilarious yeah. to you. Cause you're saying it straight faced. It's not, it doesn't connect emotionally. Yeah. Like, okay. Just, I, I, it's almost like they're like, yeah, I can understand why the structure of that joke will work. And it's like, that's not what I'm looking for, man. Do I make you giggle? But even regular people. And then I adjusted. Uh, I learned how to adjust like um, yeah. the conversational thing. I just go to parties and listen to how people talk. And, and So when um, was your first open? Like when did you try it? Open mic was February of 2018. Love it. Um, I was in a, in a rut, really. I was, a, I was uh, working, you know, for cash money. So I don't say the... You know, yeah, the, I got you. I, yeah. you don't for, I was working for cash money because I didn't have the work permits really. And when, when did you finish at Michigan State? I finished in 2015. Okay, uh, I got a work permit from the school for a year that allowed me to work. That could have been renewable for another two years. It had the employer met some things. Among yeah. them was, uh, forgot what it was, but it's where like the employee. Yeah, anyways, they didn't yeah, have, we don't have to get into the details. I, I worked. Of it. I worked three jobs in that year, and all these jobs were a they were abusive, really. Yeah. Um, and I didn't get anything from them, and I just ran it down. I ran it down, and then I just ran out of money, and I became like a little bit of homeless guy. I would like. Sleep on couches. I was doing that anyways. Oh, you casually throw that in there. I became, you know, a little well, bit I didn't of a I was homeless, homeless guy. I didn't know I was homeless. I don't know that what was homeless was that I looked into it. I was like, oh, you sleep on a couch? Oh, yeah, you don't have a home. You don't have an address, yeah. I thought I was like blessed enough to be able to sleep i would contribute to the house i would like buy yeah. stuff or well i have a really good uh friend goes to my other podcast the power of how matt fullstrom but he has a bit where he talks about if you're not homeless if you haven't been homeless before then you're not trying like yeah you gotta like sometimes fucking shit happens and you end up homeless and like like you said you just like turn around and you go oh wait i don't have anywhere to live yeah. technically well, well i knew that when my friend's lease ran over and my work permit ran over too it expired their lease expired they moved to grand rapids to stay with their uncles and aunts for a second and i was uh i remember that our next door neighbors too were these american kids and i remember that the lease ends like uh, two weeks after us yeah so i texted the guy and i was like hey man i'm looking for are you guys home i'm trying to like uh sleep uh but you know my roommate my friend one of my best friends obi i was like obi is gone for the summer and he's the key he's like oh dude bro uh the door is just open bro you can just fucking hang in there dude that's oh, because they were just like college yeah, kids. Yeah, yeah, they didn't give a shit. They're like, we're not even there, bro. You can just—it's kind of a mess to do it, but like, it's all yours, dude. Just and crash. I, I walked in. It was a shit show. It was like just beer cans everywhere, and you know, management ain't coming for another like two to three weeks. So, yeah. slept there. So they were out of town for the summer, and you just slept there. Yeah, my stuff were in the car, and I would just like go in. And, dude, like, that's nuts. And I would sleep, and then that's I found, awesome. I found a room in Holt, Michigan, which is like south of Lansing. It's like. <laughs> this lady on Craigslist was a is a lives in a farm and she offered um, a free room if we take care of her um, animals. Yeah, and the crops really okay. more than anything else. And then I was I went there. I had the Mitsubishi Montero and I used to watch Narcos a lot. It was the same car that they had in Narcos. Oh <laughs> three Mitsubishi Montero and I would like. <laughs> bump the Narcos and I was like driving through like the little the like, farm like the farm. yeah. How am I, I don't know what's going on with I'm your taking, life. I'm taking care of crops, all right. So what? So this was obviously. Then she kicked me out. Yeah. Oh, she kicked you out? Because I wasn't taking a fuck. I'm a city boy. I don't yeah. care. If, I don't care yeah, about. But I was taking care of her dad. Okay. It was actually the Olympics at the time, 2016 Olympics. Yeah. I used to like make him eggs in the morning, and I would like sit and watch with this old who didn't know my name was Osama either, because he was not at all like that shit yeah. at all. You wouldn't have been uh, living there. He was like this Russian guy seems oddly nice. <laughs> this Serbian fella. And I was like, all right, man. Uh, Kick me out. And then I found a room in, uh, in, a, in, in uh, on also another Craigslist ad. This guy, he was Ukrainian. He's like 80. I hope he's not dead now. He was so nice. Um, and so I, you just bounce around from place to place to place. Yeah. So when did you, where were you when you started doing stand-up? Was that so in I Michigan? Was in that, I was in the, yeah, I was in Michigan. I was in that The place. Ukrainian place? Yeah, he had an apartment. He had the Vietnamese guy upstairs. And and then his uh, his wife, Jay Xing. Jay uh, Jing? Jay Jing. He had a Chinese wife who, were, who was she was in her sixties and he was in his eighties and they were like business partners and like oh couple, that's and romantic and she was like uh hello and I was like yeah ma'am I know you can't do it but this is how they both spoke and she was like and I was like ma'am I'm just like listen I I love how you got one word out and then you immediately covered well, your ass well because like this is how she's You're very like, Chinese but she hello? was. She, <laughs> 
and she was like hello and i'm like you know and she's like oh what's your what's your story I was like, and she asked me for my story, and I told her. She's like, okay, uh, you see, you see, you see, we're in refugee. I said, yeah. I said, oh, hold on, click, uh, and then this Ukrainian guy shows up. Hello, what's the story? And I tell him, he's like, come today, come right now. And I drive to him, and he goes like, you're a Syrian refugee. I said, yes. Room three hundred dollars. Can you do three hundred dollars? That's all I want from you. The room is yours. I, said, I can wow. do three hundred dollars. So he was looking out for you because you were a refugee. Yeah, both That's of them. That's fucking awesome, man. And they would leave the There's house. There's still hope in the country. <laughs> well, no, because they're both old. That, that was the old generation that but, cared. I mean, you know what I'm saying though, because it's one of those things where I mean, I guess yeah. I was you're so right, low yeah. that every time I was so low, I still have a belief in God generally because I was so low, and then they just picked me up a lot. Like, Here's a little place for. I, yeah. I work. I was working in a restaurant, uh, twenty hours a week part time, so I have money to pay the three hundred. Yeah. And I was like, I just want shelter. And then I will figure out from there. And so from there, I was, you know, I was saving drinking a little bit more. Huh? Yeah. And I will see how it loops around. Good time. Um, you know, I wasn't really a big drinker anyways. Really well, when did you get, before we get into, because I'm going to ask you about that. But the one thing I do want to just kind of finish up with is you, you decide that at this point, you're like, I want to try stand up. No. Uh, my friend, so my friend, one of my best friends, uh, uh, Omar, was like, "Hey, remember how I spoke about doing comedy?" Yeah. Oh, so you talked about it? Okay. Yeah, of course, they knew. Yeah. I, I used to watch all, all, all kinds of comedy. Yeah, so they knew Eric it was Griffin, in here. Yeah. All that, all everybody I used to watch, Goffy, all these guys, uh, and so he was like, "There's an open mic in Old Town Lansing, a place called Unicorn Lounge." He sent me the information. Yeah. He's like, "You should go." So January, I flunked. I got like so scared. I took off work, but I flunked. Uh, February, I. He was like, we got to go. We're going to go. Yeah. And so I write some shit down. I'll be writing jokes. And I go up. I do my... I was seven minutes open my session. It was a brutally long time. That's a long time for your first mic. But I did fine, actually. I had jokes. I still have the tape to this day. That's awesome. I'll show you afterwards. Like yeah. It's actually the top video on my phone right now. Uh, I go up and... Hello, everybody. How are you? And I, I did the jokes. And I remember I had seen more Amherst. Uh, uh, late night set. Then he goes like, "Surprise, motherfucker! My name is Muhammad. Close the doors." Da, da, da. Yeah, so I know I was that. Like, My yeah. name is Osama. Surprise, motherfucker! Close the doors, and they didn't so like that. A, you stole a joke. They didn't like that. Yeah, but that was the, the opening. <laughs> well, I said today is the day, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But that was the only. That was the only time I didn't no, steal. I know, but, but it's your first time. You're nervous. Yeah, yeah. I mean the open. But that was. I took a. They good, didn't like it. I took a good no. I took a good blueprint of how to start a show. Of course. But then my first show, my first joke was, I forgot, it was just the name and how hairy I am. And my name means lion. It's just like the lion have a lot of traits, like a lot of hair and, you know, like this bravery, courage, leadership, and a lot of hair. And I got a lot of hair, folks. Like this, uh, so <laughs> do you still do there. that bit today? No, 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 no. It was a good <laughs> it's bit. Like, it's kind of, it's a good bit. Dude, my first like year in comedy, I was, uh, I was really liked by the fellow comedians and I was like a unique guy in the yeah, Michigan sure. scene. Just talk about this, like people just didn't, haven't seen like, yeah. I wasn't like a phenomenon in comedy, but they haven't seen this kind of voice and I was really trying. So I had all these jokes about like Starbucks, they won't say my name anymore. Yeah. And that was a killer joke for me at the time, and the hairy bits, and how. Yeah, because like, it's I, definitely a different take on life. I mean, I'm sure <laughs> the Michigan scene, it's a lot of people that look like me just talking about the same old shit. So I'm sure it's and a awesome. Few black guys, get, yeah. Yeah, and I'm, it's awesome to get. <laughs> a few black guys in Michigan. In fact, quite a bit of black guys. In fact, a lot of. If you, more than you. Listen, more you than you know. would think. Well, it's interesting because, like, you say Detroit, and you're like, oh, yeah, that's a, definitely a big city. It's an urban city and everything like that. But then you say Lansing, and you're like, mm, probably not. Yeah, Maybe no. not. One lesbian, Nicole Menlik. Shout out to Nicole. She's amazing. One lesbian lady. Uh, uh, a couple other females. Elena, you met Elena Banfield? No. In New York? No. She moved. I'll introduce you. She's in New York now, but she, was, she started also okay. there a couple of years after me. Really great comic. And then so a bunch of, yeah. When did you decide to come to New York? Uh, I came here in July 2021. Okay. And I've always wanted... In oh, so we moved here at the exact same time. Yeah. That's I, crazy. I so. This bash people, when that, that summer two years ago, a really good bash move then. Not to yeah. brag, but it was me, mm. you, it was Ryan Thomas, it was... Oh, uh, yeah, Ryan got here? Yeah, it was... Um, I forgot, like, I remember because Ryan was one of the first guys that I met too. That's why I remember his name all the time. Because I was like, oh, when did you move in? I was like, oh, last week. I said, oh, shit, me too. Yeah. But I remember it was a whole batch of, like, really, all, all these comics now, like, for the most part, do spots. Yeah, well, and there are also comics that you see and you go, oh, they've been here for a while because we, you know, we know a yeah. bunch of people. We're always doing spots and stuff. But it really, it's like, oh, no, we've all, we just were doing it somewhere else and then came here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when did you, um, 
I wanted to ask you because you were raised Muslim. Yeah, I would say I was raised secular, man, honestly. Okay. Muslim household, but my mom. Well, the reason I ask is because it is ex-drinking, buddy, and we are going to talk about some drinking stories. That's fine. God knows. I'm not worried about Muslims judging me. Okay. Muslims. Because that's not, drinking is not allowed in the Muslim community. No, no, but, you know, you you, you bomb the Middle East enough, we're going to pick up a Hennessy. (laughs) 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 You know, you fuck up people up, like, bro. Like, it's not, it's not, it's hard to... You know, it doesn't affect your belief in God. It's just like, all right, God, my bad, bro. I'm just gonna like, um, you know. So, when did you start drinking for the like the first time? I was always interested because, uh, like, you know, my family Syrians are very secular per se mm-hmm. in the way they live their lives. So, my aunties and whatever, like, my family half would drink, half would not drink. Okay, but, you know, in weddings, people would get hammered. Yeah. But my mom was always like straight cut lady, not religiously. She just straight. She's she just like, yeah. like if there's a roundabout and it's like three a.m. and there's no car, she wouldn't go this way to go left. She would just go around the yeah. fucking thing. So she's that kind of person. She's a rule follower. Yeah. She, not even that. I think she did all that instill in me that be a good person, just do the right thing without anybody watching you. Yeah. And this is what I do to this day. I try my best. I love best. it. Yeah. She's a phenomenal person. She's the best. But yeah, so I I remember uh, I I drank here and there. First time drinking really is I I was gonna meet this girl from Flint, Michigan. How she old came were you? To, oh, so this is in Michigan. Yeah, I, I was like, yeah, I was like 19, 18, first year. Yeah, yeah, it's all Michigan. The thirteen years in the country. I, you know, Michigan is an alcoholic. No, but I'm saying you state. didn't drink it all in the Middle East before you got here. I I, I tried uh, wine at this Romanian girl's birthday party because the guy thought I was the the Filipino server who was older than me thought I was older than him because I had a beard <laughs> and I was fourteen. Because you're a lion and you're hairy. Yeah, I was just a fucking big you know hairy guy and I I drank. Yeah, and I drank the the wine or whatever though it was white wine and I didn't like it. But I okay, I, so you you haven't really like drank drank it. I, I still don't like wine really. Yeah. I just, just uh, he had, had had he given me like something else. I was and then I drank wine and I acted like drunk to my friends later, and then I drank a couple of shots of uh, tequila in Michigan State uh, University, like Dubai, in the bathrooms. It was illegal, really. Yeah. So we took some sips, and I didn't feel anything. I was also, like, I was into bodybuilding. I was a big guy. Yeah, you brought that up, too. Just sidetrack for a second. I'll you... show you pictures on Facebook. I, I know I, didn't, I said I have a picture. I have one when I was 19. You, I want to show you. You can tell. You'll be like, oh, this is I was incredible. I apologize. I was incredibly disrespectful. You came into the mic yesterday, and no. we were all talking, and I was like, Osama, like, why are you giving somebody pointers on lifting? Because I didn't think you lifted. And you yeah. were like, are you fucking crazy? Like I used to bodybuild, and I was like, "No, you didn't." And you're like, "Yeah, man." That took that took over the soccer. That's oh, what happened. It? I took that. Oh, okay, so I when you got that, hurt, you started working out more. Yeah, well, I started working out for soccer when I was 16 to build because I had really good legs. But you, uh, upper which ladies body. to this day, the legs are amazing. Uh, but the upper body was very frail, and it yeah. caused me back problems. And so when I went to the I had scoliosis. So this I have like scoliosis, and the guy was like, "Your lower body is phenomenal, but your upper body is shit, dog shit." You gotta work out to strengthen. Yeah. And oh, you're gonna stop playing soccer. And I was like, I got you. So I actually like, like got like more like solid at 16 when I was really good at soccer. And yeah. even the coaches that saw me then, they were like, Osama, last six months you fucking became monstrous on the ball. Do you have it? Let me see it. Huh? Yeah. So I gotta go back to Michigan State, Dubai. Really, when I was like. Um, so while you're looking for that, because I gotta uh, see this. Yeah. Um. So you go to you end up. In the States, end up in Michigan, and that's when you're like, okay, now I can actually, like, not even that you were thinking about it, but now you can actually, like, start drinking and, like, I just wanted to go meet people, not even drinking. No, no. I drank the first time, like, properly is when I was going to meet this girl from Flint. Yeah, okay. She wrote on my wall, which right on my wall, she's like, Osama, uh, I'm coming to this party, and I better see you there. And people like- How did you know her? Uh, from like from previous parties but okay. she was so hot and she was like she had like a lip ring and yeah. very american girl and like blonde big tits amazing like what i ever you know but i didn't think she would be into me and i think because that's because like i didn't i was just genuine with her i was yeah. made her, i made her laugh a lot i didn't like hey if you can make him laugh you can make him breakfast yeah so but i was an idiot at the time i was very naive I was very like a romantic guy and so she wanted to um she just wanted to hook up she, I, I, I don't understand that. So when I was th- went to talk to her, so you party, end up at the party. I end up at the party, which is all my friends' party, really. Yeah. Back, it was like, oh, everybody's focus was on me and her. Which so my friend, they're comes, excited for you. Yeah. My friend Carol, uh, he's Macedonian. I just met like this past summer, first time in eleven years meeting him. Wow. It's been a long time. So when he was there, he comes to me. He goes like, hey, can I talk to you for a second? He's like six foot five. He's like, can I talk to you? He's like, you look like a fucking tomato. <laughs> You're so red. 
talking to this girl like you're blushing that you gotta loosen up you gotta drink i know you don't drink but fucking drink you're about to get your dick sucked i said all right so i started drinking this jamba juice they had this mix yeah but i was so i think my my um the jungle juice baby but yeah you know what i'm talking about oh right? i so know yeah it was red in color all that stuff, yeah. fruit punch but i was so the my uh what's the word my adrenaline was so high that i don't think i felt i drank like four to six cups wow and people were getting hammered next to me. I'm like, this is, and, and I kept. But my you were composure. so amped up that you. Can I be honest with you? That happened the first time I ever went to a, an open mic. I was so. This is me at 18, 17, 18. Dude, you're big. Yeah. Damn. This is 17, 18. Me. Look at all the fluff. God, you're you got some you got some <laughs> stuff going on, man. Yeah, yeah. I was. I used to wear like tight shirts. Yeah. And, Fuck yeah, man! That's what and, we do around and, here. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, you, because I remember the first open mic I ever did. <clears throat> In South Florida, 2009, hosted by uh, Cisco Dern. Huge shout out, Cisco. But uh, he uh, he was like, "Hey, are you nervous?" And I was like, "Yeah, I'm terrified." And I was like, "22, I think. Yeah, 22, and uh, or no, 21." And he was like, "Oh, well, you know, well, just so you know, like it's an open mic, like it's not a big deal." And but there was an open, there was a bar, so I was like, "Well, Ooh. you know what? I'm gonna do. I'm gonna have a couple of you already been drinking a couple of drinks. Yeah, I, of course. Yeah, I was a fucking drinker at this point. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, I'll have a couple of drinks, take the edge off, and I ended up drinking like five or eight shots, yeah, like yeah. with a mixed you drink. Took the building off because it's the edge. Because well, I yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I was the whole so sidewalk, right? I was so nervous, <laughs> and then I remember getting on stage, and I still was so nervous, and I was like, "Why are my nerves not going away after all I drank?" So it's kind of what you're talking about, where it meant were, a lot to you. Yeah, well, yeah. So you were like all amped up about this, and you're like, "I'm drinking, I'm drinking, but I can't." Why am I still yeah. nervous? So then, what ends up happening? Did you end up like throwing up on her or something? No, no, no. I, I was fine. I went home. And oh, I, so you guys didn't hook up or anything? No, we, I actually, I actually cock blocked myself because she told me that she wasn't looking for anything serious. And then I said to her, "And this, I is, love you. This is eighteen-year-old Arab Osama who never had a girlfriend." Uh, but I had hooked up prior, which is a different story. But I was like, oh, if you, to me, if you don't want to have a relationship, then there is no. And I was like, oh, then we can just be like good friends. And she was wow. like, oh, I remember like, I remember to wow. her, her eyes to this day was like, oh. Wow. And, then, and then, you know, I, about like four years later, I was smoking weed and I was like, oh, what did you say to her? Oh, Damn no. It. Oh, her name was Brianna. I was like, what did you say to Brianna? I was like, oh, man, shout out Brianna. Shout out Brianna. God, dude, that's not... Because she I, was so hot and she picked me out of all the guys because it just made her laugh. She just picked me. I was not, had like weird long hair, fluffy hair. You know, I was like, you saw, I was yeah. like bulky dude. Bulky, but nice. Like I yeah. was a big dude, was very sweet heart because like, I don't know how to fight. Oh, trust me. I know exactly what that's like. <laughs> um, it's so, God, I... I was when I got to because co- I was a nerd in high school and I got bullied a lot. But when I got to college, I was like, I'm not. I was playing college football and I was like, I'm not going to have a girlfriend for like at least while I'm playing football. Yeah, like I'm yeah. not going to have a girlfriend. So it's you don't want to beat somebody <laughs> up. I know. Yeah, well, yeah. but <laughs> fuck you. Uh, yeah, yeah. But it was. Um, <laughs> but it, it's weird that you say that because uh, in high school I never had that conversation. But I was the same kind of way where I was a romantic and I always wanted like a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. So I didn't understand this concept of just hooking up. And then it swung co- totally the other way when I got to college. And I was like, oh, I don't want to be like attached to anything. And then I was just hooking up like crazy. And then when I stopped playing football and I started gaining weight, I was like, oh, no, wait. Now I want a girlfriend. Now I want a girlfriend. <laughs> I want love. Yeah, I want someone to care for about For who me. I am. Forget this. Yeah, yeah. for me. Uh, so when were you at Michigan State in um, Michigan? Were I you... remember when I got drunk for the first time. Yeah. I went with a group of friends. It was the, the year afterwards. Uh, so this is a year after that happened a year after that yeah and I've been smoking weed already and stuff but I wasn't really big into drinking I just didn't like the drinking taste I didn't know that drinking is something you get used to it's kind of like asparagus yeah it's like yeah asparagus, you know, like asparagus broccoli, but you yeah. have it with steak and you season it sometimes which is like you know you're like oh this is what I was big into like uh, vodka and cranberry for a long time yeah. I kept throwing up so much vodka and cranberry that I was like I hate cranberries <laughs> fuck cranberries I remember like being on the toilet like, who the fuck puts cranberries it's all red now. I'm like, I just hate it. And it's like, but I remember I went with a bunch of friends and I was like, I want to get drunk. I want to feel what it is. I want what it, what it is. Yeah. And sure enough, I drank, drank, drank. And, you know, I just got, you know, start woozy. I remember I stepped outside. And in Michigan, particularly, you know, you're drunk when you step outside and it feels warm in the winter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because it gets cold. <laughs> you step outside. Like, this is great. I feel oh, good. I'm sweating, actually. Oh, my God. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. It's like snow. And you're like, oh, this is. Wow. 
<laughs> Who says, I might why have can't to, you live in Michigan? It's I might have to take Miami. this coat off, yeah. It's my, yeah, take my, you cold girl? And she's like, I'm actually hotter than you. She's like in a skirt. So I got really, dr- I got pretty drunk. And I, you know, I remember I leaned on this girl who later was a lesbian. Uh, she, she was always like a, like a Lebanese girl with an attitude. And like, oh, she's just lesbian. And so she, <laughs> I leaned on to her. She was a good friend of mine. I was like, do you mind? She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, oh, yeah. Uh. And then she put me on the couch and she was like, you're going to be okay. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she, you know, she lived close by. She was like, all right, I'll see you. This is how it is to be drunk. You got it? I was like, thank you so much. <laughs> so that was the, nothing crazy. Having you just fucking no, no. were but like. But then from that point on, we, you know. Uh, you started drinking more often. Well, things got really bad slash like mixed up the year afterwards. By the third year, me and my roommate, I had the same roommate for four years. Yeah. Uh, you know, we brought, what brought drinking back to the foray a lot was then Molly came into play. Okay. And uh yeah, and so Molly is amazing. <laughs> Did you do the Molly night? Mo- huh? There's a couple comics in New York who are trying to organize. They just did it last week, but they're trying to organize like No, a- I would never do Molly. Oh, really? No. I would do it, but if I was on vacation cuz Molly takes away my my sense of humor. Well, so, so what they're doing is like a twice a year, they get like all these vitamins and like all this like supplements, and then they get Molly and then twice a year they do it right where like, you know, they make sure their dopamine levels don't get all fucked up and stuff. And they take like all these supplements on top of it. How do they even but measure that? I don't know. But Who are they? I, I'm not going to say on camera, but I'll tell you after. Can you whisper it at all? Uh, no, I'll tell you after. Like, <gasps> but they, I know them. Yeah, you nice, do know them. Nice, you know nice. all of them. <laughs> oh, nice. I mean, I mean, I live with people that like, you know. Yeah, I've seen it. I've been offered a bunch by comics of the sweetest. They're broke, but they got drugs for free. Oh for yeah, you. we we always try to look out <laughs> for each other. You want a bump? I'm like, no. You need to pay rent. Yeah, stop so buying bumps. Stop buying cocaine. So when you started doing Molly, that kind of changed everything. This is three years into. Uh, yeah, so I remember Michigan. the first time I did Molly too. I went with all these guys and like a couple of girls. One of them was my girl at the time. Yeah. to Chicago. Uh, we took the train. We had like we were experts at some point. I got became so good. I have so many tricks up my sleeve, but people don't. No, I have like I know how to go to a hotel room, smoke it the fuck out, and not like have a trace. We'd have like those uh, wallow bottles with like the perfume napkin yeah. inside, and you blow. Yeah, the dryer sheets. Yeah, and then all, and then we stuff the wet towels under the door, yeah. and we'll hot box it. We were like, I was, we were, we were all of us really high, sm- like we smoked so much weed. We would like, we would out smoke any any American, white or black. How did you get into weed? Because it was something that didn't affect, affect my uh, bodybuilding yeah. or my, you know. No, my, but I'm just saying, like, how did, when you got, that's was how that? I, I got convinced by it. Oh, okay, they okay, were like, okay. Because I was a health nut. They yeah. were like, I never smoked cigarettes, nothing. And yeah. they were like, it doesn't affect you. It does. And But it did help me bulk up, actually, because I would eat a lot. My munchies yeah. were out, out, over, over the top. And we just, I just liked it, you know. And I had some fun memories and. You know, so when you get to Chicago and you hotbox the hotel room, and the hotbox, and then they're like, "All right, now we gotta do Molly." Never done Molly before. They did some. I'm like, "What's, what's the? How do you take Molly?" And they were like, "Oh, okay. Well, so there was this one girl. She's like, all right, so you can either, you know, so you can like maybe like hmm, some in your hand, you can put some in your drink.'" I'm like, "What is the best way?" Yeah. Oh, it's- <laughs> Snorted, you gotta snort it. I was like, I'm doing it how they do it. <laughs> I'm the kind of guy. My mom, my mom also taught me, you want to do something, either do it or don't. Either you don't do it at all, you do it correctly. Yeah, do or do not. There is no yeah. try. So I was like, ah. So I took a couple of lines. It was probably the best time I've done Molly because I did Molly and I became so optimistic about the future because I was kind of depressed about the war and my school, my career, everything was bad. And I was like, my future. And I was like, tomorrow morning we are gonna just. This I have a clear plan. This is and just all night. And then I went and had a good time, and we drank, and the drinking kind of out, you know, like it, you know how it balances out. Yeah, like yeah. Just, and then I was on this, like I found this nice balance unintentionally. I remember going home with all of them to the hotel room, and I just curled up in the corner, just like slept. It was great, like a but baby. Then, yeah, but that was the last time that was it was done properly. After that, it was pretty abusive. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like one time, I drank so much, uh, I took a, a bunch of Molly that I couldn't feel the drinking and people don't, you know, here's the thing I think with OD in college that you don't have friends that tell you like, hey, be careful. Don't, yeah. Like you're not going to feel the alcohol at all. But if you drink nine shots, the mall is going to wane off and then you're just going to be toasted. Yeah. And I remember one time I went to this bar, we did a bunch of Molly in the beginning and we drank and we went to the bar, we did like nine shots or mixed drinks and everything. You mixed everything. It was, it was bananas. I remember it was like 3 a.m. No, it was like 5 a.m., you know, 
Yeah. And, you know, you get horny, you do that, you finish that, or you don't finish that. <laughs> it's like my dick is unbelievable. This is the most evil thing in the world. And I'm Muslim, so like as you're in the middle of your high, you'll be like, I'm going to hell. <laughs> oh, my God. Fuck America. <laughs> this is so true. You know, Taliban was right about you guys. You guys are fun, <laughs> but you guys are going to hell. This is amazing. <laughs> Uh, so, you know, I remember like that one time, it was a serious wake so, up. So, like, what happened? Serious, so, I, I took so much more, I drank so much, but the molly kept me up, and then the molly ran out, and then ah. Uh, so, the molly then, just kind of wore off? And then, 5 a.m. in the morning, I remember laying down next to my, you know, girlfriend at the time, and I just suddenly, I was laying down, I just like, you know, looking at the wall, and then, and he smoked some more cigarettes. Yeah. And I have asthma, and this thing kicks off, and I'm just, and I remember seeing her come on top, like her face, like just appears on top, and she was like, <laughs> "The veins in your neck are really popping off." And she never helped, but like she never was able to just like not say anything that makes yeah. you more like anxious. She was always so, bad at that. Like she couldn't just be like, "Let me get you some water." She was like, <laughs> "Your veins, you're about to you're die. dying." <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, I can feel them." And I was like, literally, like the, I remember there was a vein. Like, I can feel the veins in my. It was I was so like dehydrated and so whatever and so drunk. Yeah. That I just, you know, I just kept <sighs> for like hours and until I like just it kind of calmed Dude, down. That's, yeah, that's fucking a lot. That's it, a lot. It was a lot. Yeah. And then I slept and I woke up and I smoked a bunch of weed, whatever. But I remember that was I was like and, and then I was like, why did that happen? And they were like, oh, yeah, when you do Molly, it's an upper you drink. It's a downer. You will never feel the alcohol now. So I'm like, why don't you guys say this? Yeah, why didn't anybody tell me this? By like the ninth drink, one was like, Osama, you are drunk. You just don't know it yet. Yeah. I think I I would have. By the grace of God, I did nothing happen like OD like this because that's easy OD. Yeah, that happens all the time. Alcohol poisoning, yeah. easy because that like I remember to this day like it was. I don't remember how I felt, but the pain I was in. I was it was out of my control. That's how I remember. It was just yeah. not in my hands anymore. Whatever yeah, is in my system needs to go, and I need to. F I need to. And if I sleep, I'm not comfortable sleeping. Yeah. And so I remember just ah, ah and then it just went black. That's nuts. Yeah. I remember the first time I got alcohol poisoning. It was because of a very similar thing. I was doing bumps of coke, but I was still drinking like I always drank. Ah. But then normally what would happen is I would drink so much, and then you your body would pass out, and that was your body's way of being like, we're done. We're not doing it anymore, and you would pass out. But because I was doing cocaine, I wasn't falling asleep or passing out. Your body was so, like rocket. I yeah. hear no bell. Yeah, I hear no bell. <laughs> Cut me, Mick. Um, so I just kept drinking, and I remember I it was bad. Like I ended up having to go to the ER. This is the first time ever that I went to the – and this is in college. This is the first time after football I ever had to go to the hospital so like you had for alcohol anything. poisoning? Yeah, yeah, what yeah. is alcohol poisoning? So what happened? So how do you know like this is ER? Now now we're no longer having we're, we're So the way I knew that time was because and this is similarly to when I knew because I've had it three times. And what happens is like um so there's a couple things. Like from in me, my body, the way it reacts is I will start throwing up, which is no big deal, mm -hmm. but then I will just not stop throwing up. Like literally it'll get to a point and people always go, just Oh, air? just bile and then from bile it actually goes to stomach acid and people all the time will go you can't throw up stomach acid it's bile and I go no there's a difference so bile is like that greenish tar uh -huh. or the greenish like phlegm Damn. your stomach acid is like brown or black tar and it's so painful because it's acid it it, it burns it, it, burn, it not only burns but it swells your throat so you can't swallow oh. so um that's when I knew when that started happening and I was like so disillusioned. I, I mean, I don't total. I remember throwing up because it was so painful. And like Richard Pryor says, you know, when that fireball hits your ass, you sober up real quick. So like when that when I started throwing that up, like I was like something severely wrong. Mm. And my friends were like in a panic. And so they rushed me to the ER. This is again in college. And I remember they tried to put like one of the tubes down my throat, but my throat was so swollen from the acid that they couldn't. And they were like panicking because they were like, he. Oh, the ER people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they couldn't get the. Unprofessional. The... <laughs> what hospital is that? Call them out. <laughs> you should, you're trained for this, man. No, but the problem was my, my throat was so swollen that they couldn't push the tube down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I remember I woke up in the. I woke up and I had four IVs in me. I had one, one arm? here. Uh. No, no, no. One here, one here, one here, and one here. Ugh. Because I was so dehydrated. They were like, you. You could have died. But again, this is in my early 20s, and I'm like, eh, fuck that. Like, a little bit of a misstep. I just won't do cocaine next time. Yeah, yeah. So that was probably, that's, but the feeling of alcohol poisoning is very real. And I know some people oh, who have yeah. gotten alcohol poisoning where 
they just like stop breathing like they pass out and they just stop breathing so oh, yeah. like i've been around it, people it, so i've been in those parties where somebody would just drop yeah and then and remember the funny thing about americans is americans are like should we call the cops we're gonna go to jail i'm like he's gonna die yeah i don't give a fuck about you guys we're calling i'm calling the police that is a big american thing nobody ever wants to call the cops i'm gonna call the police i don't give a fuck about you guys i'm gonna call the police and then i'm running yeah, uh that's i'm what gonna run <laughs> i'm a, hello yeah cops yeah somebody is i don't know here's them. the address later here's what i saw and goodbye uh, i'll see ya. i you wanted know. to ask you speaking of because Speaking of Michigan State and everything, you said you got pulled over a couple times while you were there, like when you first got there. Yeah, so uh, like your interaction well, we with got the police. pulled over, like yeah, we got pulled over walking. Here's the thing about police in the Middle East versus here, and uh, people don't respect the police here at all. You yeah. can tell that because. And and police police everywhere is always kind of a love hate relationship with the people, of course, because yeah. they're always kind of corrupt. Mm -hmm. There's no police station that's like we are for you, protect and serve. No, yeah. no, no. This is like no protect, no serve. Just like hey, like that's so police overseas when they pull you over, you go to them. Okay. Whoop, whoop, sound of the police. You go. Oh, I gotta go walk to him because I'm. The oh, police. you walk. Okay. You walk to me. Why would I walk to you? Come to me, you peasant of yeah. a, of a public. <laughs> Here, you don't fucking walk to the you police. You run. You run away. You run. Yeah. So one time I was. It was winter break, and I was like one of the few kids on campus. I was coming from the gym, walking back from the gym friend's house, and then because like, oh, you're alone. Come hang out with us because we're a couple. That you see us how. Yeah love is and then go home and so i was walking home because we're a couple and you can see how love is <laughs> and i was like you, know, yeah. you tried to slip that in there that's hilarious <laughs> it's like because i was like why would you invite me over with your girlfriend just like let me hang out with you as a dude and don't have to bring well, you can me. see what you're missing yeah uh, well, i in know your life. i know and i had to go <laughs> like home. i already know so i'm walking on campus i remember walking i have my headphones on but i remember there was a lot of construction on campus and so the walkways was kind of closed and it was dark and so I walked on the bicycle lane uh, on campus roads, which is like a small, you know, like yeah. two lanes, it's, it's 25 miles lane, yeah. an hour. Yeah, but also my, my mom told me don't walk. Anybody told me don't walk with dark alleys. So yeah. I'm walking in the light to my house and I see this big Tahoe, the MSU Tahoe's come by from this way. And I hear, because I turned my fucking thing off. Yeah. And they come, and then they take a, and then the big Tahoe is behind me driving at like two miles an hour, and I'm like, I'm like walking. It's almost like Mr. Bean. I'm like, yeah. And he's like, <laughs> like I don't know what he was thinking as he's an adult. Like, I'm like, his what lights aren't on or anything. He's just no, his lights walking. are on. He's just okay. like driving behind me, and then and everything is music is off. I just didn't move my hand. The music was off from my head, like the the, the Blackberry. So yeah. I just, it clicked it in my hand, and then uh, 2010 it was Blackberries were cool, <laughs> and so then and all I hear is whoa whoa. I said, oh, okay. So I turn around. I walk to him, right? Because yeah. that's what I know. And the guy goes like, stay where you are. Show me your hands. Uh, stop in your tracks. I was like, show me your hands. Drop your bags. I'm like, can I drop my hands? Like, drop your hands. Drop your bag. And then put your hands back up. I was like, all right. <laughs> so I do this. And he comes to me. And, he, and he's walking. He was like, why, why the hell? Are you coming over to the car? I'm like, and I had like a thicker accent. And I'm nervous. I'm even, it's even thicker. I just thought, uh, because uh, home, you, police pulls you, you, I go up to you. He's like, in America, buddy, you don't come to the goddamn police. You out of your goddamn mind. You don't come to the police. You're trying to get, trying to get shot. I'm like, no, no. He takes my IDs. <laughs> in America, buddy. <laughs> he takes my IDs. Now, he wasn't that Southern, but to me, it's hilarious. Yeah. He was pretty white, though. He was fucking white as shit. He takes my thing. Now, there's nothing happening on campus, winter break. So, police, MSU police is known to be very dramatic. Like, one guy, seven cars. Yeah. They just have so much money. Just, they have to defund Michigan State Police. It's a lot. Like, just one car is I don't know. Enough. They didn't even do anything with that shooting. <laughs> Let's not bring it up. But, yeah, they... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but actually, there's five police stations in, in East Lansing. Really? Michigan State Police, the Michigan State University Police, uh, East Lansing Police, uh, uh, Lansing Police, uh, uh, State Police, and... Uh, yeah, like four, 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 there's, there's four still four a lot. Different, yeah, it's a that's a lot. You know, I mean, but you know, the shooting it was yeah. We don't have to talk about. Yeah, it. They, uh, there's also a sniper like two years ago, and yeah. they also like was like all these four like um, four areas like yeah. Yeah, uh, Okemos Police too is a different like. Uh, anyways, so they um, 
so, so the one car come comes the car, in the yeah. guy so he takes my he takes my name and he's Os- osama now 2010 osama is different <clears> than 20. now when i joke osama my name is osama <laughs> no 2010 was only nine years after 9 11 it was pretty fucking serious yeah. it's not a joke well at that point i think osama bin Laden's still alive he was on the run, yeah. Yeah, and so uh, I could be, uh, you know. Well, no, the, not that, but I'm just saying he's, it's on the news. Like he's on the. He run, was on the, the run, thing. that yeah. motherfucker. He was yeah. on the run, and nobody wished for him to be dead more than I have. I'm like, please, just find him. I will personally find him if I could. I want to so, go back to my comedy career. People don't make fun of me for my name. That's where I live, and also the fact that I was white and I had the ponytail. I'll show you later. I don't know if you. But I had a ponytail. Like a fluffy lines of blonde hair, and I was this this white looking kid, uh, and, and my name is Osama. I threw them off every yeah. time. He pulled me over. I need some backup. Uh, we got a alright, whatever. So one car shows up, two cars shows up. The guy comes in. The first guy. They kept asking me the same. They kept handing the ID to the next person to come in and ask me the same questions over and over again. And one of the questions they were like, Ah, this is some sound. Ah. Where are you from? Uh, Syria. Okay. You can tell like no information, nothing. Yeah. Just loading. <laughs> Where is Syria? Well, Arab. And I would tell them, I'm Arab. Oh, okay. And they go like, you ever been in trouble before? And I was like, most Arabs have not been in trouble. Yeah. All of us actually have tr- actually clean records. You like, stay away from trouble. Yeah, of course. Governments there don't fuck around. So you don't, you're not in trouble. There's, yeah. no, there's no such thing as like, oh, I've been to jail two, two, two three times. No, you've been no, to jail one time, you're dead. That's and it. And then, yeah, you disappear. So there's nothing. So I was like, no, no, clean record. And then the guy asked me a question I've heard multiple times from officers before. Like, do you plan to be in trouble? Wow, you've heard that before. No, I was like, yeah. I was like, No. Ah, interesting. All right. Well, I, uh, I'm handing this off to my uh, colleague, and he was going to take. He comes the same thing. I said, like, "Do you plan to be?" I'm like, "No." And so they took 45 minutes, and For he what? asked me just to see, like, what the fuck I'm doing. Why you were walking on the street? It became like four or five cars, and none of them. The one thing that was funny about it that bothered me is like none of them was like, "They're like, what are you doing here?" I was like, "Well, I'm walking from the gym to my friends. You can look at my bag as gym clothes, and I'm yeah. going back home. And it's winter. It's cold, but I don't want to walk where the construction is. Very good reason." But they see how you stumble in your room. I'm like, yeah, but I'm nervous. Because they always ask me, like, are you nervous? I'm like, and I would never lie. I'm like, yes, I'm nervous. Of course, I'm terrified. And they'd be like, why? I was like, you're the police. You're the police. Yeah. And he goes like, oh, well, I'm, all right. Well, if, I mean, if you're not up to no good. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I am not, but I am. This is, I still don't want to interact with you. All these lights are so dramatic. Also, yeah. police. I used to, I, I, I thought about writing a joke about like how American police are so dramatic. Like, I'm like, all right, all right. Just pull me over. Jesus Christ. So embarrassing to my family. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> All these slides. See from under the car, over the car, side of the car. My in bro, front of just the car. In Syria, it's one, one, one bop. Yeah. And he just takes it off. He also doesn't want any. Like, I don't want him to see me. I don't. Want yeah. He's like, you see my that. brown uh, uniform? You know I'm police. That's it. Don't you know all these yeah. slides? My eyes also hurt. Uh, yeah. And so, and then what's weird is that none of them offered me a ride to my place. Really? If you're worried about me. Take a 19-year-old kid, take yeah, him home. Yeah, well, especially because they use that. Very it was 2 a.m. in the morning. I was like, drop me home. Yeah. I'm like, you know, you see, I told, I was in the gym. I was in this place. I was hanging with my friends for a while. And I was like, take me home. Why not? You know, and yeah, but that was like mild. And that Did just, you get like a ticket or anything like that? No, no, no. There's nothing to ticket me for. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Because I, I also used the whole thing. I, was, I wasn't sure what the laws were. You're sure? Oh, you <laughs> fucking, you son of a like bitch. My tits. Like, <laughs> Um, so yeah. we talked about coming to America. We talked about getting pulled over. Uh, we have time for one more story. Do you want to tell the cross country drive story? Oh, that was to uh, Florida or California. Uh, well, the Florida one, I had the whole joke about it, but uh, it was like a long seven minute bit. Uh, I well, here's the thing: the difference is that was spring break, Florida. Yeah, Panama City Beach. Uh, oh, I'm familiar. Uh, 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 uh-huh. I'm pretty sure. I, actually, I'm sad I didn't indulge you further because I went with a girlfriend of mine. What? Yeah, I, a mistake. But I, I'm going to give her credit. She. I was saying what because I was shocked you had a girlfriend. Oh, I had a girlfriend for three and a half we, years. After what we were just talking about with your friend inviting three you. Three and a half years. Yeah, no. I, oh, this was in Michigan? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I had a girlfriend for three and a half. Once I got like a yeah, vagina, I'm like, I'm holding on to this. Yeah. <laughs> Lock in the I, basement. I, call I, your girlfriend. I wish, I wish I diversified. I know, right? Not basement, just on top of the camera. Just like. <laughs> honey. So you and her went down to Florida together? No, me, her, and then three other Arab guys. Okay. Uh, it was yeah, we went there, and uh, you know, but that was just there's nothing, you know. Uh, 
like the, the the one going to Cali was it was my last year. We had the longest spring break, uh, longest winter break. Usually three weeks. That was extended to four weeks because of some holidays. So okay. we pushed it four weeks. And I was like in a deep. I was low morally. I was heading into the work permit thing, and I was heading oh, yeah. into more of an abyss situation. And so I told my two my, my best friends who were brothers, uh, and one of them was twenty and eighteen. I was the only one who was twenty one, twenty three. I was like, look, I'm going to Cali tomorrow. I took a loan from Michigan State, like uh, credit, credit credit union, for two thousand dollars. That I paid off. I was like, I need. He's like, why is? It? I'm like, ah, I'm going on vacation. So I, I I took a vacation loan. I'm like, I'm going to Cali. You guys want to come? I'm driving. So we went. I got Adderall from the guy at the gas yeah, station. Yeah, From the guy at the gas station. I knew him well, so he gave me Adderall. Uh, and you know, you know, I'm, I'm like, like, like the previous stories. I've already, I know my limits now. I know how yeah. much Molly and drinking. I know all these things, so I'm really good. Well, this, at, yeah, because like, this is your senior year. You know what you're doing. I know. Yeah, it's I'm, the I, end of your senior year, yeah. basically. And also, like, I'm. I'm also a guy who learns quick. I don't want to keep like he did it three times. I would yeah. never do it three times. Yeah, I, I can, one time and you're. Uh, yep, yeah. and I can. Which we talked about coming from the Middle East, where it's like this happens once and never again. Yeah, like because yeah. the consequences can be so much greater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like I'm th- I'm fearing God and I'm fearing death and God and my mom being very upset of me dying and uh, so I was like, all right. So I took those thirty. It was twenty and thirty milligrams uh, uh, fast releases. Uh, I gave my friend who was next to me. Uh, his brother was very religious, which was hilarious, because uh, only us were the druggies, yeah. and he was the guy in the back praying. God, God, please, feel God, oh God, please stop, stop. <laughs> and we're like, whoa! We just, whoa. So we took the Adderall, we drove the northern route, went to Colorado. They had just legalized weed in 2015, so we went there. We drove, uh, went to Omaha, Nebraska first. Saw my stepdad's sister there, so technically my my auntie, but she's in her 80s. God bless her. She made us food. We slept in her place. Still around. Uh, she is, yeah. Her husband is That's not. Awesome. Yeah, here, rest in peace. It was really fun. And the next day, we popped more Adderall, and we head out, and uh, we drove like, and we're like changing music every three seconds. Yeah, because like, you're fucking hocked up on Adderall. And the guy in the back was like, "Can you guys fix one song?" And we're like, "Well, you don't like the three second uh, uh, reels, <laughs> yeah? You don't like the musical reels." <laughs> You know, like the, uh, he's like, no, man, stop, guys. And um, and it's funny because we would stop for him to pray. And he designated me as the guy who is in charge to see if it's, how racist is it? Can you pray outside on it? Because he has, he has to put the mat on. And yeah, yeah. Akbar. And like, so we have to see. We have a lot of guys at work who do it. <laughs> yeah, so I have to see. Like, when we were in Texas. I, I come back to Texas. So we drove, drove, drove. Went to Colorado. God, so you went like this way. Went the northern route. Yeah. And then we went down to Texas and we went up to Michigan. Okay. For, oh, so you went to California and then came back around. Yep. How long was, did you stay in California for? Uh, like a day or like two? like a, a week. So oh, we okay. went to Vegas, Cali, and then back to Vegas because we were running out of money. Yeah. And 2000's my, not going to last that long. My step... Yeah, and then they... I mean, they pitch in too. Yeah. In fact, they used his credit card to book some of the hotels and we paid him back in cash. And yeah. then the, we figured it out equally. Um... And so, yeah, we drove, went to Colorado. We spent the night in a hotel. It was also weed. Uh, the weed um, tourism was big there. So we went and bought. I was the only one who was 21, so I went and bought uh, a, a, bar of, a bar of edibles. Yeah. Uh, uh, an eighth and a pre-roll for the night. And uh, <laughs> pre-roll. And this is super illegal in every other. We drove with Adderall and we drove with weed, like, which is super illegal. Through, like, like we, 10 different states. Uh, 15 man we drove like, eh, yeah because eh. we got more weed than cali even greater weed but the weed in Colorado, i remember was so i got so high him and i and the guy is also with us like whatever but i remember denver was very very beautiful denver we yeah. had a good time we smoked weed outside the hotel i got so high that i asked him for a lighter for my cigarette and i was so high i never it's one of the cringiest moments in my life but he's my good friend he's one of my best friends so he didn't he like he didn't care but he was like what the fuck are you? here's what happened he had the lighter in his pocket. And I was so high. I was like, you have a lighter? He's like, yes, in my pocket. He did this. I didn't look. I just like did this. And I grabbed his dick. And I kept like looking for the lighter. I couldn't feel my 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 arms, my yeah, legs. Yeah, I was yeah. so high. And he's like, hey. And he, I don't think he even felt it either. Like a little, he's like, whoa, whoa, man. And I was like, what? He's like, it's my dick. <laughs> and you know, we're, we're kind of homophobic. We're like, oh, man. You know, Arab kids. It was like, no. <laughs> I was like, I'm Happy so sorry. Happy Pride Month, everybody. He's like, here's the fucking lighter, man. What the hell is... 
Uh, so yeah, and then we walked around town. We ended up in like a little German festival too, which was bizarre. Yeah. We were high walking in, and we see some white people in skirts, like blah 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 blah. Yeah, and we just like walked in. Lederhosen, yeah. And we like walked in, literally sat in like one of those benches. And I remember all these like people can see that we were like really high. We were just like sitting like this, and then we ate some like f- we took some buns for free. Yeah. Like, is this uh, is this pork? And they were like, "You guys are high." I'm like, but "Is this pork?" And we ate like uh, some sausages, like we were chicken, whatever. And we went around town, blah blah. The next day we hit the we hit the road, and now we're hitting the edibles. We want to try everything yeah. we bought. Uh, took the edibles. <laughs> we hit an av- we hit a, a snowstorm. Because it was winter break. We had a snowstorm at the, with the Alps, mm-hmm. the mountains, right? We yeah, took the, the Rocky Mountain, Mountains. Yeah. The Rocky, sorry, the Alps is in uh, Europe. We hit the Rocky Mountains and we, <clears throat> it was so intense. And I was driving in my Camry and I saw trucks like slut, like, like fucking like drifting just to, that's yeah. how slippery it is. And I'm in a Camry and my friend next to me, <laughs> he's eating like his candy, his edibles. And I'm like, I'm driving. He would like, his hand was just coming. He would like, <laughs> and by like the fourth one I was like stop man so I'm, I'm fucking stoned and we're driving in a fucking blizzard just give me a second he's like oh man, chill bro I don't know what's that's hilarious you know and the guy in the back like turn off the music if you don't want to die so we drove to uh, Vegas we stayed the night there we learned in Vegas a very important tip I don't know if that works but if you uh, want to book if you like you show up at 3am in the morning and you want to you know you gotta leave at noon yeah uh, 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 you pay full price but if you wait till 4am you pay full price, but it 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 adds to the next day, so you end up sleeping. Oh, so you can sleep from noon to and the then, noon then after the, noon. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was she's like, if you guys can hang for like one more hour, you was get like, an extra I'm night. Like, Check out at noon. Like we're exhausted. Be like we just drove high yeah. on Adderall from Colorado to. But like, she was like, if you wait an extra hour, you'll get the room for another night. But yeah. So early check. The earliest you could check in is four a.m. Then the you four, get it for yeah. the whole day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we it. did that. We went to McDonald's and we like ate and we hang. It was 24, it was, you know. But I yeah. remember driving like to Vegas. I remember like seeing Vegas from afar. Like, and I'm driving from one edge of the country to the other edge. That's how lost I was as a person. I was like, I just want to like feel like home. Yeah. I haven't seen family in like four years. God, man. And I'm driving. I get there. And then we hang there. And, <laughs> you know, and my friend almost like gets into a fight with like this pimp because he was like, you know, kind of like staring at his hookers yeah, and pimps and hookers you know how yeah it but he was in the early morning I'm like, why are you staring at people's hookers this is las vegas so stop he's like well you know i flashed him my knife i'm like it is not the middle east this is not how he's gonna shoot right. you yeah he's not even gonna like it's not yeah, gonna be a it's not even gonna be a conversation he's just gonna yeah, pull out a gun and shoot you he's a fucking pimp he's gonna he's a gangster he's gonna fuck you up in this vegas because we were living off the strip and uh, went to Cali, hanged out with the step cousin there. Uh, uh, the Damn, dude, you went on a fucking adventure. Smoked us out so much. Then we went to Vegas because we ran out of, and then we were in Vegas because the guy was like, my step cousin had a weed operation so huge that he would just go to Vegas and blow thousands, hundreds of thousands. So of you dollars. went with him? No, we met him there. He's like, hey, you no. guys are out of, you guys don't know where to sleep. Come, I have my like Caesar Palace suite. Uh, come crash in the couches. It was a great room, dude. I was like, and you guys just got to leave in the morning. I was like, we're leaving the next day. So we decided we have only $90 total. That's enough gas to take us to Texas. But we can't go to Michigan because gas is cheaper that way. Yeah. So we called the cousins in Texas. Like, hey, we're going to be there in 16 hours. Took a quick nap and we drove. Uh, yeah, we drove through Texas through the sunrise. We drove. Uh, we ran out of weed really on the way there. So we can, the most sober we've been all. I don't even remember driving at all through the country. I just remember that. I was that like, one part. I was faded. <laughs> So I remember the sun. Oh, I just woke up. I, I I drive through the Grand Canyon. Not one time did I look. I'm like, wow. No, I was fucking stoned. And so I went there. We found more weed there. We hanged out. We went to Dallas, Austin, Houston, San Antonio. In Houston, we went party, danced. It was the best one of the best dancing nights because I went there and we dra- I drank there. Uh, it was fun because uh, the Houston crowd it was like a college town. Yeah. And all the girls, I danced with all the girls there almost. Yeah. It wasn't sexual. It was more like, yeah, you want to dance? Dancing, yeah, I'm yeah. leaving. My friend, she wants to dance with you. And I felt like wanted. I'm like, oh my God, I love Texas. And uh, and then San, and then in Houston, in, no, Houston, Dallas, Austin. Austin was the party. Houston was New Year's Eve. Yeah. We went to this club because they were all under 21. We found 18 plus clubs. <laughs> and this is, listen, this is true. We found one club, the over 18, one of them was a black club. You know, and, and, and some Arabs are like, we don't want to hang with the blacks. Yeah. 
<laughs> but not Osama. Osama loves Osama, it. Osama, I love the fucking. I was like, it's also my people. I'm like, let's go. And they're like, no, no, we don't want it. We're going to stick out like a sore thumb. I'm like, I know, but they, we were all Arabs, you know. But I'm like, no, let's find this other club. We found this other club. We went there. Here's what I didn't notice back in 2015. So things were not as like chill, like in terms of like, you know, race accept- relations. Acceptance. No, no, acceptance. It wasn't even the oh, the thing with the black people was just very No, I'm normal. talking about you. No, no, it was fine. There was this other club we went in. It was $20, $17 cover. Damn. Uh, yeah, it was a lot, of course. That's a good reaction. And so then we um, went in. It, and because he's like, Osama, you check out and tell us if you're going to go in. So I he was like, do you mind if I check in before we like seven guys pay 17 bucks each? He's like, yeah. So I opened the curtains. All I heard is some music and I heard shadows. They were walking through the crowds. I was like, all right, good, guys. This is amazing. We're all trying to get laid or like yeah. kiss or grind on somebody. We go in, eight horny Arab guys. We walk in. The first girl we see, girl that we see is six foot two in a dress. Second girl we bump into is like six foot. They keep, these girls keep getting taller and bigger. And, and, Did and you? then they turn around and then we realize this is one of the biggest LGBT clubs in the country. Houston. One of the oldest. It's like got to be one of the biggest in the country then. 35 years old. This was actually the anniversary of it. And we went in and we had to, it was, I mean, here's the thing. I've always been the more accepting in my group at the time too. You can understand now I don't give a shit, but like at the time too, I was like, oh, whatever. Of course, the chance of you hooking up with like, um, you know, uh, as we would say now, uh, a cis, cis female, yeah. female is low. And because even if they are there, they're going to be with their friends, yeah. you know, from the LGBT community. They're not going to mess with you. And you, as a straight guy, you being there, the old people look at you as disgusting too. You're like, oh, why are you here in our spaces? Like, because we're all underage. Uh, <laughs> we want to drink. And so we get there and we had to have a meeting in the middle of the floor. I'm like, okay. How to love, guys. First of all, don't you ever tell anybody that this happened. And now you're okay. telling it on the podcast. <laughs> well, I don't. They, they never said anything. I always say the story. It's hilarious yeah. to me. And then the best thing happened in the party where they, because it was the 35-year anniversary, they dropped balloons from the sky that had money in them. And they were like, we're going to make the most money back. Yeah. So, yeah. So, we popped all the money. We made, like, a good amount of money back. Damn, yeah, that's and awesome, And then we dude. split the money. So, eventually, the tickets came down to, like, $7 each instead of 17 Fuck yeah. <laughs> we actually had a good time. The problem wasn't even the the crowd there. The crowd, we were like, all right, we, we're here. Yeah. We're here. We already paid. Have fun. The music was trash. Because it was in-house music that they make. It's like your in-house salsa, which yeah. sucks. Just get me picante, man. Just yeah. Whatever the brand is. And it was like, not even death metal. It was just this... Yeah, it was bad music. Oh my God. At least you had a good time. Yo, play 50 Cent, bro. Like, play something. Play <laughs> R&B. Let us, you know, let us do something that's like fun. And so, yeah. And so, we, then we drove back up to Michigan. And then we had a good time. We went back home. We smoked weed. And we drove. Dude, that was a great That was a great uh, way to end it. Yeah. We, we drove home. I remember on the way to Michigan, uh, like, I was, what's the state under Michigan? Illinois? I don't know. Like, four hours away from, from Lansing, Michigan, I crashed. Yeah. Uh, 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 like, physically. Yeah. I was going to say all that. I was tired. And so, I stopped. And I slept. And they were sleeping. And then the guy woke up. He's like, why are we in? I'm like, I am. I'm like, I'm sorry. I can't open my eyes anymore. I'm dying. Yeah. He's like, let me drive. I was like, yeah, please do. So he drove and yeah, I got home Dude. and and then I, that was the the last trip. That was one of the best times of my life. That's um, awesome, man. And then I closed the year off and then went well, into yeah. fuck yeah. Thanks for coming on, dude. Thank plug, you for having me. Of course. Sorry. Plug everything one more time. Uh, Osama the Comedian on, on, on Instagram. Osama Basal, B-A-S-A-L, on anything. YouTube, uh, you know, uh, TikTok. I need to update and all And then you things. have uh, Asylum and Seekers. particularly, please, Asylum Seekers comedy show, June 29th, Von Bar in the Lower East Side at 7 p.m. Perfect. You should come hang, too. Yeah, of course. Uh, tickets uh, for the public is going to be only $5 and, 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 and absorb the tax in them. So it's only Love when you it. check out. It's only, uh, and the link is going to be in my... Um, um, in my the event bride is gonna go up uh, in my on your uh, Instagram Instagram right, bio cool. so perfect well, thank, thank you thank you for coming on I man. appreciate it of course dude thank you everybody so much for listening at brennantcomedy.com brennantcomedy on all social media check out the one man show also with the same title ex drinking buddy and we'll talk to y'all next week thank you take care <laughs>